Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is The Morning Five for Thursday, November 17th, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, it is National Baklava Day. Are you Baklava, a- yes. Baklava. Yeah, I like baklava. It's Do very you? good. Yes. Um, the best place that has it is Marietta Diner. It is fantastic. I honestly don't think I've ever had it. It is a, I believe it is a Turkish dish. Um, and it's a lot like, uh, have you ever had spinach pie? No. Um, it's a lot like spinach pie, but it is baklava is very, very good. It's a, it's uh, usually an appetizer, not really a main course type thing. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I love baklava. I will never turn that down. There is a place actually uh, near GTT downtown right next to roses that sells really good baklava um uh, alibaba i think is the name of the restaurant but they have fantastic baklava okay yeah it's really good man you ought to try i think you would really like baklava if you if you ever get a chance to try it if it's ever on a menu at a restaurant you go to definitely try a little bit i think you would love it all right yep like a, like a flaky pastry almost last night we were at sissy's and we were watching this uh horrific game as the Hawks fall to the Celtics 126 to 101 barf it was awful uh Trey had 27 points nine assists Murray had 19 points five assists three rebounds no one that's, was uh, in that, rebounds. that's not a normal that's not a normal DeJounte Murray game right there that's uh that's not good uh, and as I mentioned no one was in double digits the rebounds that's a problem oh buddy that's terrible how does that that's happen my goodness <laughs> Jeez. Not CC. CC didn't even have double digits and points. Yeah, it was not a good game for CC, man. I, I say it's not a good game for CC. It wasn't a good game really for anybody on the Hawks team. Uh, you get beat by 26. Uh, you know, that's that's not what we were expecting, especially not at home. Uh, the defense. And we've seen this a couple times this year where the defense just sort of goes and lulls, you know. The defense goes and lulls, and the offense, for some reason, can't pick them up. We had it last year uh, where the defense would go and lulls, but the offense seemed to pick them up every single time. It's not happening this year. Right. Uh, this Hawks team really seems to be reliant on their defense to keep them in games, which is a complete 180 from last year. I don't know what's going on. Uh, last year, it was the offense keeping this team in games. This year, it's the defense keeping them in games and the offense playing off the defense using the defense's um, kind of momentum. So it's it's a different type of Hawks squad this year, and they're really if they don't if they're not playing good defense if they're not playing good elite defense, which they didn't last night, the offense does not get rolling. Yeah, and it's something too that's been bothering me for the past few games: a lack of three point shooting. It's been, it's very, very tough. And I showed you that tweet from Matt Chernoff 
uh, last night, but it's it's gotten worse. You know? Well, Billy, better. the bench has taken... They took 13 threes last night, the bench. Combined, they took 13 threes. They made two. Good Lord. They went two for 13. We shot 21% from three-point range last night. And in contrast, the Celtics, they shot 45%. Yeah. Yeah. Celtics made 21 threes. Hawks made seven. Yeah, Hawks were seven of 32 from three-point line. Oh, good Lord. That is horrible. And Trey was two for seven. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's not hes not making his threes. No, he's not. And it's horrible. I don't know what's going on, like, at all. We talked about this at the beginning of the year sort of being, oh, well, he's just getting used to the, the flow of the game once again. Well, you know, I, I mean, we're double-digit games into the season, and this hasn't changed. I, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on right now. He's, he's shooting 30% from three, which is the worst shooting percentage in his career from three-point line. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, the the, the he's, t- he's 30% from three. The least, let's see, 32% his, his rookie year was the worst before that. And he's averaging almost two more three-point attempts per game than he did in his rookie year. So he's shooting more, and he's missing more. You okay over there? Yeah, I had a, I sneezed. <laughs> I pulled away and I sneezed. Um, I, yeah, dude, I don't I don't know what's going on. I mean, he shot he shot almost forty percent from three last year. It's a, it's down ten percent right now, and I I don't know what's wow. going on, man. Yeah, I I can't figure it out. I do not know what's going on. Last year we could outscore anybody, and this year we we can't do that. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's been um, it's been rough. It's been absolutely rough, and I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure what we need to do about it. What's weird is we have games where, like, we had a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, or not a weeks ago, a couple days ago, where we go out and beat the Bucks. We're two and zero versus the Bucks this year. They're the best team in the East, and we look like world beaters when we play them. Yeah, but then we come out games against like the 76ers and the Celtics, and we look like we haven't played a single professional basketball game all year. I, I don't understand it. I, I This team is so Jekyll and Hyde. I cannot figure them out. It is so frustrating. Hawks actually have a couple of nights off. They don't play again until Saturday against the Raptors at home. So thank goodness for that because they, they need some. They need a break. They need a yeah. break. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. A.J. Griffin last night, kind of the guy I've been harping on. He had a terrible game. So I guess Nate McMillan does know what he's doing. I'll, I'll shut up and sit here and do my morning podcast and not uh not complain about him not playing but he didn't look good last night nobody looked good last night in fairness though uh billy we're about to wrap up the college football football season we have two more regular season weekends That's and then we have the, we have the championships but in between that we have my favorite weekend of all the army navy game uh, so we have we have this weekend, which most of the teams I'm trying to think. Wait, wasn't Army Navy the weekend after? Champions I think you're weekend? right. Yeah, I think you're right. It is. Um, yeah. After I said that, I was like, no, wait a second. That's that's the weekend after. So unfortunately, we have three weekends until Army Navy. Uh, this weekend is sort of just formality. No, three. This two regular season, one, one championship. Two, right, three, right. and then the fourth. 
Fourth so we have three weekends now. until it. Oh, three full weekends, yeah. Yes, three weekends. We have two regular season weekends and a championship weekend. Uh, this weekend is a lot of formalities, man. I don't believe we have we have Utah and Oregon and USC and UCLA that are playing each other. Um, that's big for those teams out west who are going to get stomped in the CFP. But it doesn't really matter to people who actually like college football. So I got some college football scenarios for you. And let me see what your take is and what teams do you think will get in. So the first scenario I have is in the SEC. UGA takes care of business this week uh, against um, Kentucky and next week against Georgia Tech. They go to the SEC championship game against an LSU team that just beat UAB and Texas A&M. And LSU beats Georgia. Georgia's still Georgia's, Georgia's definitely in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does LSU sneak in with two losses? They're an SEC champion. No. Really? No, I don't think so. Wow, um, okay. I think, it's a, I think it's a great win for LSU, uh, but I don't think they get in. Um, okay. I know they're building back up and building back up and building back up into the top 10 and everything, but where are they now in the CFP? They're sixth right now behind Tennessee. I mean, I guess they may, but the problem so is I'm not sure, like, where are you going to put them? So my scenario in this one yeah. would be whoever wins the Ohio State-Michigan game is going to win the Big Ten Championship. They're going to destroy whoever they play in the West. They should. Yep. If LSU, yeah, yeah, they should. Uh, if LSU beats Georgia, the Big Ten champion is number one. Georgia's number two. Ooh. See, I think Georgia drops to number four in that scenario. Really? Yeah, I do. I don't think they... I think with a loss, they drop to four. That's just my opinion. Here, here's here's what I think it would look like. If, if we'll say TCU wins out, uh, Tennessee wins out, but they're obviously not in the SEC championship. If Georgia wins out, LSU, uh, Georgia wins out up to the SEC championship and LSU wins, I think it's the Big Ten champion, number one, whoever that is. Georgia, number two. LSU, number three. And then that four spot is going to be between TCU, an undefeated TCU team, uh, a, what would that be, 11-1 Tennessee team, and then the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game. I, I Those are the man. three. Here's, here's my argument to that. One, the college football playoff committee is not going to put a SEC championship rematch into the playoff. They're not. And when I say that, I'm not talking about what happened last year with Georgia and Alabama because that was different because they were, they did not play each other in the first round. They won and then got to play each other. There's a difference. So I don't think they're going to have Georgia and LSU as two and three. So that's why I'm saying I think if that plays out, LSU comes in at four. TCU at three, and then Georgia, Georgia and TCU would play, and then LSU and the winner of the big would play. Okay, okay. So you have you have TCU moving up. So it would be it would be Big Ten champion one, Georgia two, TCU three, LSU four. I mean, in that scenario, I guess right. you're going to have that. But I, I really don't think Georgia. I think Georgia drops further than two. Man, I, I maybe. 
maybe. I'd be shocked if they did. Uh, I'd be I'd be completely shocked. All right, next scenario. Michigan or Ohio State lose a close game next weekend. I don't know who it is, but we'll say it's a repeat of the game of the century from 2006. And it's a 42 to 39 game. Both teams look great. Really close game. Georgia holds serve. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Kentucky this weekend, Georgia Tech next weekend, and they destroy LSU in the SEC championship. They hold serve champions number one. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Whatever. The winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game goes on and destroys a team in the Big Ten Championship. There two. TCU holds serve. They continue their undefeated. They're the three. So Georgia's one, Big Ten champion two, TCU three. Could the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game slip into that number four spot ahead of Tennessee and LSU and a possibly... 11 and 1 USC Pac 10 champion. Hmm. If, okay, hear me out. Okay. Georgia's in a one. Let's say, let's say the team up north wins a close one. Okay. Michigan at two. Michigan two. TCU three. Right. Ohio State's in at four. Would you put Ohio State in versus an 11 and 1 Tennessee team? Yes. Who has a lot of good wins? Yes, and a they've eleven a and one got a good win against Alabama, right? Yep. Who else? And against LSU. LSU. Okay. They destroyed LSU in LSU, and we've got a great win against Notre Dame, who continues to win it win right now. Well, we have a we have a win it's a against Notre Dame. Win against Notre Dame. And you said a great win. It is a win. A double digit win. That's a great win. You and I, I both watched that game. We oh, looked yeah. like ass we looked for the first like half. Ass. Yeah, it was the first it was the first game. We looked so, terrible. It was for me, I think that's a great win because it's still a double digit win against a top ten or it's a top five opponent. I think that is a good win. I'm not gonna say that it is a great win. I think that is a very good win. Um But then but, you I mean you got wins against Penn State. Um, you would have a loss against a close loss against a top two opponent at home, just like Tennessee. Home. Yeah, yep. But it, if it would be closer than what Tennessee did, because Georgia completely destroyed Tennessee. You know what I mean? So if that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my. I, I, I'm not. I'm. I said Tennessee, and I'm sitting here looking at USC. Sorry. I was thinking of the USC Utah game, uh, so I think I think that is the 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 chink in the armor there for getting two Big Ten cha- two Big Ten teams in is USC. USC right now is sitting at seven; they're nine and one. I think if I mean they have wins out, they're in. I think so. They have two more games against ranked opponents at UCLA at uh, their number sixteen on the road against and, UCLA, and then yeah. at home against Notre Dame. I think they Bingo. they win out. Plus, they've got the they would have the. Uh, the championship right yes and i believe the championship would be against oregon i think um give me two seconds and i'll look at that i think i looked yesterday and that was going to be an oregon yeah so well they could play two teams they could play either oregon who's 12 or utah who's 10 right now so i think if usc wins out they would jump the loser of ohio state michigan i think it's probably fair um, so that, that kind of takes care of that third point. USC wins out. They're in, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, what if 
and this is a crazy one. Michigan, Ohio State, whoever wins that game loses a close game in the Big Ten Championship. Are they still in the college football playoffs? That's not happening. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I know. But what happens? Happening. But what happens? If we lose in the Big Ten Championship game, we're not in. Neither one of us. Okay. I mean, to be fair, though, you could, you're you facing these mighty opponents from the West. Just just listen to this. It's be Illinois, isn't it? A 6-4 and four Purdue team. <laughs> a seven and three Illinois team. My point. A six and four Iowa Hawkeyes team. Yeah. A seven and three Minnesota Golden Gophers team. I don't know. They're all tied four and three right now in the West. I'm, I'm sure there's tiebreakers and whatnot. Who the hell cares? The West sucks. Uh, with their, the top three teams in the East should absolutely bludgeon. The, the West. Here's but. the point. Georgia wins out, they're in. TCU wins out, they're in. Whoever in the beat in the big wins out, they're in. And I think if you see it, USC wins out, they're in. So there's there's your four right there. Honestly. Let me tell you what I think happens. Georgia's gonna win out. They're gonna kill everybody. I think they're gonna win the national championship this year. They're in. Uh, I don't know who's going to win that Ohio State game, but whoever does, they're going to win. They're going to win the East. They're going to win the Big Ten championship. They're in at number two. Dude, we haven't had, we haven't had back to back losses against the team up north in years. I don't think we're winning that game, man. <laughs> they're a better team than us right now. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, they're a better team than us. USC wins out. They're, they should move up to number three. They're in. They have to be. They're in. Thousand percent in. They have a lot of good wins. They're at number three. That four slot Just is really going to depend on them. Um, they lost to Utah on the road by one point. Which is a top 10 opponent on the road yes. by one point. Yeah. Bingo. Yep. Yeah. And and they would pro- they'll would they probably have a chance to revenge that loss, I would assume, in the championship game. So they're in. The, then the thing comes down to, are you giving it to a Big 12 undefeated TCU team or a one-loss Ohio State or Tennessee, and I think TCU gets the nod. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Undefeated TCU gets the nod for sure. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That's the CFB playoff scenarios. All right. Uh, yesterday, we it was announced of Region uh, 4A, Division 1. Uh, they announced their all-region teams in football. For Heard County, the all-Ironman in the region. This is all-Ironman in the region was Roro Edmondson. Um, no surprise. We were talking about his versatility last night, yep. honestly. That kid is everywhere. Yep, and congratulations to him. The athlete of the year, LJ Green, who is an absolute stud. Once again, talking about him last night, about how good of a player he is. Defensive player of the year for Heard County was Todd Huey Jr. Um, having the year that he did after what happened at the beginning of the year is is huge for Todd. I I love that, man. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Uh, first team offense, Quay Nelson at wide out, Caden Cosper at offensive line, Sammy Holiday at offensive line, and RJ Knowles at offensive line. Second team offense, Brady Ogles at o- offensive line, Sean Swafford at quarterback, Mac, Max Lasseter at tight end, Messiah Williams at wide receiver, and Darion Pearson at running back. The first team defense, and this is all region. This isn't just all team. This is all region. First team defense, Tyler Lasser, linebacker, Caleb Sweat at linebacker, Blake Odom at defensive line, AJ McKeithern at DB, and Jake Japur at long snapper, and Eli Lawson at punter. 
<laughs> Eli Lawson had a monster game uh, against um, who was it? It was uh, Lamar. He had a really good game against Lamar. That's that's really rare to see is quality punters in high school now. Um, I sort of noticed that from all the games that we watched is that, you know, we have great football here on the West side, but we have some of the best special teams in high school. I think I've ever seen it's, it, that was really rare when I was in high school. That's, that's yeah. refreshing to see second team defense, uh, in region red Fisher defensive line, Nathan McClellan, DL Tommy Googe and, and Antonio Heath all made second team defense for the herd County Braves. Congratulations. Nice. Let's go. With Temple, Temple, the offensive player of the year for the um, region was Cam Bond. No surprise there. Honestly. Yeah, can't argue with that. No. Kid's electric. Um, so the offensive um, and defensive player of the year both came from Temple and Hurt County. Uh, the first team offense, CJ Gray, McClan Mateer, and Andon Flotts um, all ended up with first team offense. Let's go. That's awesome, man. That's a lot of superlatives. That's a lot of a uh, lot of awards there for a deserving Herd County team and a deserving Temple team. No uh, doubt. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard in college basketball last night. University of West Georgia boys and girls both beat Monteveo. Uh, the boys won eighty-five to seven, or excuse me, eighty to seventy-five, and the girls won. 62 to 59 slim wins but wins nonetheless the dub on on the stump it games and events calendar uh boys basketball tonight northgate at villarica scrimmage at 7 30 i might go to that uh yeah couple couple feet down the road i might hop over there and see what the uh, wildcat boys have in store for this season price you need another cup of coffee Indeed, sir. Indeed, I do. Dude, I need one bad. Yeah. I'm going to blow my nose, man. I got to get rid of this dang cold I've had for two, three weeks. You almost died last night in an interview. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 I I'm going to have to cut I that. that I know that we're, we, we shouldn't be that way, but I, I, I was laughing at you almost dying. I don't know what happened. That was almost bad. That was almost as bad as the oh! sound clip. It was... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know what that was, but it was a momentary lack of uh, being able to human. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have to take that clip. And if it's <laughs> if you can hear it on the uh, on the interview, I'm definitely going to take that clip and save it as audio fun for next oh, week. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I don't know if it picked up. I almost died. I don't know what happened. That was the weirdest thing. All right. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Justin Verlander wins his third AL Cy Young Award by unanimous vote. Any a free agent? Yes. Ooh, look there. All right. Braves have an Shut open up. roster spot in the starting lineup. Shut up. Steve Kerr says the Warriors are lacking comp- uh, collective grit amid an 0 8 road skid. Uh, do they suck? Did they last night? Yes, they did. They lost 130 to 119 to the Suns. Jeez. They're uh they're not good right now, dude. They're they're they are not good right now. Them them and the Lakers uh are, are pretty terrible. I mean, right now, the Warriors and the Lakers, neither one are in the top ten, so neither one is in the play in games. Lord. 
Yeah. Straight doo-doo. I mean, the Lakers are a game and a half out of having the number one pick in the draft or the best odds of getting the number one pick right. in the draft. That's ooh, normal. That's normal. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very normal for the Lakers. Uh, the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara rides a major's best 228 and two thirds innings pitch to a National League Cy Young Award winner. He is he he by far the best pitcher in the National League this year. I would have voted him 16,000 times out of 16,000 votes. The kid was electric. I loved, I knew every time the Braves faced him, we were probably going to lose, but I enjoyed watching him pitch every single time I got to watch him pitch. He was that good. You know when you you face a pitcher, you know when the pitcher is really good. Was you know what's coming, and our hitters still can't hit it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he's going to throw a two seamer over the inside corner of the plate. Boom! There it is. And Billy, I got some I got some good news for you. This is completely off topic because I am I am super ADHD. Sorry, folks. Uh, but I just got some good news about tomorrow night. What? At uh, at kickoff tomorrow night, it is going to be a balmy thirty eight degrees. Heck yeah! <laughs> I can't wait. Go. Super excited. We'll get in more of that tomorrow. Uh, playoffs tomorrow, but yeah, I thought you uh, thought you'd appreciate that. I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. Balmy thirty eight. I look like the Michelin Man up on top of that booth. The Titans rule out multiple starters against the Packers this weekend. That's not good for Tennessee. New Ben Jones, Amani Hooker, Randy Bullock, and uh, Bud Dupree are all out. Um, and I think they're, I think they're backup safety. Uh, Johnson, I think is his name. He's out with a hamstring. So that's not good against a Packers team that has a lot of, a lot of momentum after that home win versus Dallas last week. Virginia, uh, versus coastal Carolina game. This, that was scheduled for this weekend has been canceled amid, uh, the tragedy that's happened on Virginia's campus. It's there's nothing else that you could say about it, man. It, no, this, no. it sucks. Peace and peace to that entire community. Game should be canceled. That's good. Circle around as a community and heal together. Uh, this this is bigger than football. So I'm, I'm glad they canceled it. Uh, you know, that I, I can't imagine what they're going through. Tease and peace to everybody that's affected by that. That entire campus and, and everything. And then finally today in 1926, the NHL's Chicago Blackhawks play their first game. They beat the Toronto St. Pat's, I guess. I have no idea who the hell that team is. is that, I don't know. That, State, I assume that's Toronto St. Pat's. Four to one. Uh, no clue. Was that a, was that an NHL team? I would assume so. If it's the NHL, come on. Know. You're the you're the, you're the uh, resident NHL expert. Yeah, Toronto St. Pa- the Toronto St. Patrick's. And their jerseys are pretty cool, man. Oh, it's the Maple Leafs. <laughs> That this is what the Maple Leafs name was originally. They were they were the Toronto Hockey Club, then the Toronto Arenas, and then the Toronto St. Patrick's, and then in 1927 they switched over to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Wow. I today I learned that's pretty cool. These jerseys are sweet though. I wonder if I can get one. Those are sick. It's a good day for, nice. for the Blackhawks. Hockey news. Yeah. Here on TM Five. You got anything else for us, brother? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Friday Junior. All right. It is a Friday Junior. Thank goodness. Uh, We will talk to you all tomorrow on another Football Friday. We still have Football Fridays. Thank God. Thank God, dude. I I don't. I never want this to end. Please keep winning. 
uh, Central, Heard County, Carrollton, and Bowden. So we don't have to end Football Friday until December. All right. For Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. Stay warm. Uh, we will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.